This is a Bandit Radio production. About 20 years ago, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns. It's the Home Dogs Podcast, where we feature our weekly picks for college football and the NFL. Remember, there's nothing better than betting on home dogs. Out of reading people's faces and knowing what their cards were by the way they held their eyes. And if you don't mind... All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Having some uh, hurricane troubles today. Hurricane party. Hurricane party. Hurricane. Um, Delta is up our butt right now, and right. lights are flickering. Um, we're going to get this in. We got a lot of picks that we have to go over for our, our stable of listeners. We love them. Um, I'm here with Adam Barry, the bear, the famous bear. bear. <laughs> yeah, so tell us uh, a little bit about bear process safety, Barry. Still kicking it. Uh, we worked today through the hurricane. That's right. You heard it. Safety doesn't sleep on just because there's bad weather. No. All right. So no. we're like the U.S. Post Office. We're still doing work for everybody. Do you have any safety um, tips for anybody right now? Uh, safety tips are um, you're going to be starting up your generator. Don't put it in a garage or your home. Do not. You'll die. That's a uh, silent killer. That's what we call it, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, carbon monoxide. It'll get you every time. Yep. Um, it's undefeated. It's un- it is undefeated, just like the United States in World Wars. It is undefeated. Um, still doing some cool stuff. Uh, loaded up from now to the end of the year. If you need any help industry-wide with safety reviews, you already know who to call. Safety- you're, so you're doing stuff in Belgium right now. Didn't we talk That's about right. that before? That's right. We're yeah. doing some stuff. Um, as we've talked about before, our new digital platform allows us to do um, international work without travel, cut the logistics. Only issue is uh, the time difference does not change. Mm-hmm. So we've been getting up early. Our friends out there in Belgium have been working late, and uh, we're getting it done uh, through this pandemic. So um, if you need anything from us, give us a call. Also, we're starting to book 2021. It's booking up fast. Um, we're expanding our team. So. Happy things, good things, all things good. 2021 is going to be a banner year for it's everybody. A banner year. It's a banner got, year for everybody. We got to get rid of this year. We got to dump right. it. That's flush it down it the toilet. Just dump it. Um, kind of like our picks. Uh, we're going to flush a lot of these down the toilet. Uh, and now we're, what we're going to do is go over last week's picks. That's right. Uh, we do our three-pack, guys, and then we do a dog of the week. Dog of the week. Uh, so this is... Our picks from last week, which mine uh, started off not bad. Uh, NC State plus 13 and a half. We won that one, right? Didn't I win that one? Uh, yeah, they won outright. Who are they playing? Uh, they beat, was it Pitt? Yeah, they beat Pitt. 13 yeah. and a half. Yeah, I had right. NC State. They beat Pitt 20 to 19. Sounds right. I think I had some people really upset about losing that game on the other side. So. I, well, you know me. I've 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 been on one side or the other with Pitt and Syracuse all freaking year, and I need to <laughs> give it up, man. It's a broken record, just Pitt and Syracuse um, That's on side A. So then I went with the um, the bet against Southern Miss train, and I went with North Texas minus two. I followed you on that train. I was caboosing that train. <sighs> Loser. 
Big loser. Big time. Um, also had over 62 Ole Miss, Kentucky. Winner? Big winner. winner. Chicken dinner. Big winner. Uh, winner Ole for Miss, a, Kentucky. That game was a winner for a lot of people. This yeah, week. man. Oh, man. This week. Ben Mincy Mintz. Ben Mintz. The money man. Congrats. The destroyer, Ben Mintz. I don't think we have a clap sounder, but we're clapping. Yeah. We're clapping we'll, for you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we'll, we'll give him the old winner sign. Um, Big one. So, Ben Mintz just got signed by Barstool, Barstool based Sports. on a viral video of him cheering well, play for bar the winner. M- Playboy Marty. Playboy video Marty done. is the guy who shot it. I just I sent Playboy Marty a, a message earlier, and I'm like, hey, did, right. they, did they sign you too? Got a, got, a, got a retweet from the president of yeah. Stool and uh, old, uh, Lane Train himself as well. I think, too, what got and him hired uh, is that they already have Brandon Walker, who is a big Mississippi State fan, having an Ole Miss degenerate. Did you see the – Video where they told Brandon Walker yes. they hired him. He was pissed. He was not happy. <laughs> he said he went full stepbrother and says, "I'm not going to talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> not even if there's a fire. I'm not going to talk to him." Um, all right, so I went two and two and one on my picks last week, um, but then I had my dog of the week. Dog of the week. It was Auburn plus seven and a half, and I feel I feel like everybody and their wah, mama. Wah. Loser. Everybody and their mama had Auburn last week, and they all lost. We were riding high. We were, we were, we got too close to the sun. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, we were all Icarus. We got too close to the sun. If you don't get that reference, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So for you, Bear, you had BC plus fourteen and a half. Hotel, Got a big winner Hotel there. California. Let's you fly love, some eagles. And you Woo! love you some BC, my friend. Love some BC. Love BC. They burn you one time, and then you just you flip. You flip on them. That's right. And you go pro. Yeah, because they did burn me on the Syracuse. Was it on Syracuse? Duke. Duke game. Oh, my gosh. Duke's. Oh, that's a nightmare. I don't, I'm trying to forget. All right, so UCF Tulsa over 71. Didn't, didn't quite happen. Was Loser. Looking Loser. good early and fizzled out in the fourth quarter. Yes. Um... I was with you. I was with you on that one. I told you on that one, too. Um, You had Cowboys minus four and a half. Loser. Loser. Who did they play? They played. I don't even know. This is why we're bad. I don't even know. No. Loser. You know why I don't remember who they played is because I saw them play for five minutes, and I was like, this is awful, and I turned (laughs) it off. I I knew the game was a loss at that point. Yeah, I don't even remember who it was. I don't Um, remember who it was. Chargers or something? That's how you block. That's what you do. You're a cornerback in this betting game. You just block it out. You move to the next one. That's right. And guess who you're? They were playing Cleveland. Cleveland. That's right. Cleveland. Cleveland, like, all of a sudden looks really good. They're they're not good. They're frauds. (laughs) They're frauds? They're frauds. Okay. All right. So your dog of the week. Dog of the week. Auburn plus seven and a half. Loser. Um, All right. Let's go on to B Stew. Guess what B Stew's first pick was? Auburn plus seven. Loser. Oh, Loser. Regal. Um, hey. He had Bills minus three. I'm the winner. Yeah, I, I was with him on the Bills. MVP uh, Josh Allen. A lot of people were going against the Bills, too. They were going they, with the Raiders. Just not believers. I was on it. I was on it. I'll yeah, be on I, him again this week. Um, and then guess what he had? He had a he had an under in the NFL. Chargers, Bucks under forty three. Loser, loser, big loser. That's uh, that was like sixty nine points. 
Yeah, and that was a uh, – we had a shot there for the Chargers to pull out that W in, late pick guy. Mm-hmm. Now, he did have a dog of the week. Dog of the week. Uh, for Patriots plus seven. He lost that one. Yep. Uh, but that was – was it pre-COVID that he did that? Um, I don't know when we found out about Cam. I think it was. I think we found out I think about he did a, this a one Cam pre- on Saturday. Yeah, this was pre-COVID. And that game got moved back to Monday. And that was a pretty easy loss. We saw that from the beginning. Well, we why, were like, I don't why know. Why is it? We're not, we're not betting against Patrick Mahomes That's exactly ever again. Right. So, That's exactly right, boys and um, girls. I'm not betting on the Jets. I'm not betting on the Giants. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes. What about the Lions? You and I'm not bet on betting. The Lions? And I'm not betting on um, Syracuse. And I'm not betting on Pittsburgh. And I'm not betting on uh, Duke ever again. Sorry. Shout out! Shout out to my boy. You know who you are, a, a Lions fan through and through. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, they I'm not are, betting on the Lions. They to beat are the Jets. awful. The Ugh. Saints had their entire team playing just as many snaps as me and Maddie. And they did not win. It was pretty bad. Okay, so Alliance, um, that is didn't yeah. Win. So me and me and B Stew were both two and one. You were one and two, Barry. Um, I don't even know what our. Uh, th- this is the point of like it's it's not good enough to where we should even show mm-hmm. our standings. So I'm nope. not going to do it. But um, I I'll tell you this. Last week though. Saturday was a bounce back day, mm. even though the official picks. Yes, let's talk about that. You had a great day. day. I had a great day. Not as good as Mincy. That morning, <laughs> I just I just was feeling I was feeling something in the air, feeling a lot of overs. Okay? okay. We bet four overs. We teased those overs. We parlayed those overs. They all won. The only one we we missed, and so I take that back. We had parlayed three. The only one we missed was the Tennessee Missouri over. And that one had some shots late to to hit, and it didn't hit, but it mm-hmm. did hit the tees. So the tees won. The the coup de gras that hit was TCU Texas. Oh. Your boy had it at sixty two and a half. The line was sixty two. Oh. And that's uh, right. You late, had a safety. The late safety got it. Oh my god! Got the W, dude. And we were. I was thrilled. Let's I let's I didn't talk know about what that happened, a little bit. But I was thrilled. Like, let's talk about that. It was unbelievable that, that that safety hit at the end. Yeah. It was it was ordained. I think it was. It was crazy. It was it was uh all of a sudden it was, it was, it was cloudy and then all right. of a sudden the sun opened up. One of those moments you're just sitting there and you're like, What just happened? Yes. Oh, we won money. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um I told my dad that I was like because he was like, did you see the end of that game? And I said, I heard about it. <laughs> I said, somebody had it at 62 and a half. That's unbelievable. It was crazy. I've never. I've, and I also have never. I've never seen, won a game I like that. Have I've never, lost games like that. I have that. never seen referees come on the field and basically <laughs> just say, we don't know. We want the game to be over. So just count the play. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's really what happened. Yeah. That was the craziest game really was. There, there actually in Scott Van Pelt's bad beat segment, there are two of some of the worst bad beats of all time: the Ohio State Northwestern game, where okay. Northwestern is throwing pitch back, pitch back, and Ohio State gets the touchdown, and the Solomon Thomas scoop and score yes, against UCLA. I, that. I was on that one. Your boy had UCLA and Northwestern. Oh in my both of gosh, those games. it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. <sighs> 
is this like a top tenner? So this was a this was a back the other way. Thank you. You yeah, deserved it. I deserved it. All right. So let's let's move on to this week's picks. I got them right here in front of us. Um, all right. So we'll, I guess we'll start with me since we're in my house. <laughs> uh, I've. LSU minus 14. Let's just go ahead and get into this. Um, started out at 20 and a half. It was at LSU. Everything changed because of Delta. Now we're playing 11 a.m. in Missouri. So not only did we change venues, but we also changed time. So it's 8 p.m. to 11 a.m. Missouri. Um, but the line shifted six and a half points in this game. And we have saw a few times today where cer- certain – sites took this completely off the board right there's another issue that's come into play which is um missouri had somebody test positive and they've had six other guys that they're saying aren't going to play also so there's seven guys out but they have not said who those guys are going to be yet Uh, so they're not releasing any of that information and that's when the sites took it off the board Okay. Um, so it wasn't when they changed the venues or anything. Uh, when they changed the venues, it was just an odd thing because, you know, we were just talking about this before we came on that, you know, home field advantage is not a thing this year. No. Um, but they have accounted for it. I mean, there's a. I get I get traveling. Say, yeah, and that's all what I was that. gonna say. Yeah. You could say a couple point swing for travel depending on the team, but and then uh, LSU traveled yesterday, so they got they got into town last night, so. You know, 11 a.m. shouldn't really bother them too much other than just playing in the daytime and not in the nighttime. Right. Um, but I, I think that the time shift, I think, actually kind of works to LSU's advantage. They get in. They're not in a hotel stay all day. I mean, I I think it works. I think it works better for them, actually. Well, and we had talked about this. They moved it up to 11 a.m. so they wouldn't have to, like, get back at five in the morning on Sunday, right. they could actually get back on Saturday night and have a day's rest and do everything like they normally would on a home game. Um, so it makes complete sense of why they changed the time. Uh, I just don't understand the swing of the point spread. And yeah, I think it's too much. Uh, Phil yeah. Still was on uh, Matt Moscone's show and said the same thing today. And then Bruce and, Marshall uh, was on Jimmy Ott said the same thing. And yeah. Jimmy Ott was the same way. Like I think, I think Vegas just got this one wrong. Yeah, I I think uh, I think that's the case, and to be honest, um, now uh, I forget the kid's name. He played better the transfer. He played better in the second half uh, last week uh, in Tennessee against Tennessee. They made the a quarterback? change. Yeah, they made a yeah, change uh, in the first half. Yeah, uh, or yeah, yeah. He uh, he looked better than the first quarterback, but I still think you're you're. Um, I think their defense is not that great. No. Um, We talked to a guy um, with the Mazad cast before on One Team One Podcast, and he was talking about their defensive line is atrocious, and their offensive line isn't very good. So he's like, that's kind of where everybody's going to beat us this year is in the trenches. Um, They do have some good players on the outside, but nothing near like, you know. I I think, too, their offensive scheme is hurting them a little bit. Now, going with this other quarterback, apparently this other quarterback can throw the ball a lot better than Sean Robinson. He can throw the ball a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And uh, he made some plays in the second half against Tennessee. Um, But I think at that point, too, Tennessee had a pretty good lead, and they were just kind of trying to get the dub. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I like that pick. I had this pick as 38-10, to uh, so a four-touchdown game. Um, I I think our defense – 
I think our defense is adjusted now with Stingley being back. And I think a team a team that just tries to throw the ball downfield on us, you're, we're going to get pressure on the quarterback. I think Ricks is going to solidify himself on the outside. Um, I think there's a lot of things that our defense – I really just – I'm starting to think that this Mississippi State game is a complete anomaly. And I think it's going to take Vegas a little while to catch up to that too. Um, so LSU minus 14 in this first pick. Second pick, Florida minus 6.5 against Texas A&M. Um, I am – Way down on Texas A&M. Yeah. Way down on Texas A&M. Mon does not he, – he doesn't look any better. No. They haven't changed scheme at all. The defense doesn't look improved. I mean, Florida I, – I will say this, and I don't want to be too hyperbolic, but yeah. they're, they're looking very similar to LSU I agree. early last year. I was about to say the same thing. Their defense is not as good as you, you normally expect from a Florida defense. But LSU's but wouldn't either. Ser- but they're serviceable. Right. And they are – Pitts has been a monster. Yep. Uh, Tony's been very athletic, a good short passing game for Trask. He's not making any mistakes. Um, he's not, I, I don't know if he's necessarily as dynamic as Burrow was last year, but he's not making any mistakes. He's throwing good. He's playing well. Mm-hmm. I retract my week two statement of he's Drew Brees. He's much better than Drew Brees. Whoa. Yikes. You heard, um, it, you heard it here first. Kyle Trask, first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> NFL. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So next pick. I, I, a lot of that is to do with Florida, but also I have a complete hatred for Texas A and M. So I probably am a little biased here, but um, I see Florida scoring points and Texas A and M not able to catch up. Like I, it's pretty simple for me. Uh, that's the Maddie um, formula. Remember that one yeah. we talked about yeah, that before. Yeah, I got that. All right. So this uh, next one is Alabama Ole Miss over sixty nine. Love it. Lo- I love this one. Love it. I feel like I'm going to hit Ole Miss overs for quite a while yeah. this year. And I think Alabama had some breakdowns last week, in, and they have the first couple weeks in their defense. Moses has been playing well, but the rest of the defense, they've they've had some coverage busts. And I think Lane and Kiffin is ready. I, I, I think you know, I think they're going to score on everyone they play this year. Yeah, I agree. And now they can't stop. I'm gonna bring back Bart. They can't stop a nosebleed, but no, so absolutely not. Uh, I'm not I'm saying mean. they're gonna win the game, and I, I wouldn't even. I'm the, not even gonna the touch the points. The thing that I would say about the cover that's interesting is if you say uh, they're gonna score 30 points, uh, Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think Bama scored 55 on them? Could they could, but I see them getting up pretty good in the after the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just grinding it out in the second half, and and maybe Ole Miss scores a late touchdown. I I kind of like the twenty four. If you get 24, 24 and a half, I think is what it's at right now. I just want them to get over sixty nine points. Um, so uh, now I have my dog of the week. Dog of the week. It's going to be Kansas State plus eight against TCU. I think every week that I do a dog of the week now, it's going to be a um, a Big Twelve underdog. Um, I think those are going to hit all all dang year. Um, So Kansas State beat Oklahoma. They have a little bit different style. Uh, TCU, I don't see TCU blowing out anybody. Um, I think they're both going to score a ton of points, too. I don't even know what the over is. TCU getting a lot of love off of that Texas win. Yeah. And uh, Kansas State lost to Texas Tech last week. Is that right? Yes, I believe that's right. So – People, Everybody's pe- just beating people everybody. People forgetting in the Big about 12. the Oklahoma win. Everybody's beating up on everybody. Yeah, yep. I agree. 
Um, all right, so, so let's move on. Eight, you're getting eight there, right? Eight points. I mean, that's crazy, right? That's a lot of points. I think it's a lot of points. Uh, all right, Bear, we're going to move on to you. I had Florida minus six and a half. You have Florida minus six, so you got it um, at another I'm site. I'm just pulling that from AN right now. I still would take it at six and a half. Anything under a touchdown, I would I agree. Take I agree. Anything under seven, I'm, I'm, I'm golden with you. Um, um, Arc- this this one I love. I'm Arkansas plus 14. The Hogs plus 14 against Auburn. And I it's was, not. I was it's, shocked it, to see this one. It's on not your board as here. much about Auburn as it, I think, it is about Arkansas. I think Arkansas is actually a better team than we thought they were. Okay. Felipe Frank still is not going to move the ball dynamically, mm-hmm. but they have Bryles as a coordinator who mm-hmm. has shown, yeah, okay, well, he's, he's done a couple things to be able to move the ball. And Odom is a top tier defensive coordinator oh in the gosh. league. Yeah. I just I he's not a good head coach, but as a defensive coordinator, he's a good <laughs> defensive coordinator. Oh. And I think uh, you know, to be honest, I mean the Pittman hire, I I I don't get it. I think it's a kind of a joke of a hire, but I think what they did do is they said we're gonna hire someone who is gonna we got these good coordinators, he's just gonna let them do their thing. He's gonna try to kind of manage the team. Mm-hmm. I think they could have got a better person at doing that. Yeah. But he's an O-line coach. You know, I thinking, like him. You know, I like him as a I don't, hire. I don't I, – I just – I guess I thought – and I guess it's okay. You went with someone with Bielema who was heavily offensive even though it was a run offense, but he was very involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. You go with somebody with Chad Morris who's very involved in the offense, and now you hire a guy who's a little bit back – so uh, I'll reserve my, my comment on that. But I think they're a better team than we thought they were. And you're getting two touchdowns against an Auburn team that, quite frankly, just can't move the ball. Uh, Kentucky, they scored some points against Kentucky, but Kentucky gave them some short fields. Uh, if you remember, Wilson had an interception and two touchdowns in his own sideline. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, his own side of the field. And I know they Georgia, also they also fumbled. Well, they right. said they didn't get into the one when they right. really did. I know Georgia's defense is good, and that's that ad- added to the fact of Auburn's offense last week. But I think Arkansas can hang tough. They hung tough with Georgia in the first quarter. Um, they they played last week. I mean, I'm not counting the you know Mississippi State as a, a juggernaut or anything, but they were smart enough to say, "Hey, I'm going to run a defense that's going to stop this offense." And I think Odom can game plan for what Bo Nix is doing. So I like the Hogs plus fourteen. Oh, you just you just talked me. I into just this, sold I you think. on it. I think you. I did. can sold you. I can sell anyone on a loser. I can <laughs> just. I can do it. Um, <laughs> what does that say about me? Uh, nothing. <laughs> all right. So, all right. A couple you're, of things you're with a this. Great listener. Uh, with Arkansas, uh, I'm still anybody that's played Mississippi State. I'm still like a little hesitant about. And yeah, they beat Mississippi State last week, but how good really is Mississippi State? How bad was our pass defense against Mississippi State? And I think that's one of the things that I think was the anomaly that we're 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 missing here. Yeah. Is how bad our defensive backfield I guess was. The, the thing about Arkansas though is what I would say is um I thought they were gonna get beat by thirty points in every game this year. Mm-hmm. And they're they're playing competitive. They're not making a yeah, bunch the of Georgia, mistakes. Yeah, the Georgia first half was pretty good. Um, and, you know, I, I just don't – I'm not that impressed with this Auburn football team. And so you're going to tell me that a team that's playing better than I thought they were and a team that's underachieving, it's a 14-point difference. How fantastic would it be to see Felipe Franks beat Bo Nix 
head to head in that the game. That would be hilarious. Oh my god, so funny. All right, so next one we have. Uh, we're gonna switch gears to the NFL. Carolina Panthers. You have them on the money line. Money so. line. You're getting right now. You're getting a point. But if you're getting a point, you're betting for this team to win the game okay. anyway. Um, when it started at three, so if you could have got it at three or two and a half and bought it up a little bit, then we took it there. But I say take it at the money line. Who are they playing? They're playing the Falcons. Okay. The Falcons should not be giving points to anyone. They are a complete and total mess. The defense isn't any good. Julio's not going to play. Okay. They're, they, they are throwing two guys that um, – I mean, Russell Gage has a better name recognition than the other guys on this team who's catching the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, Calvin Ridley is, I guess, going to be your number one. But then after that, it's – He uh, went over last week. They didn't, Quintavious, didn't catch a pass. Quintavious Murray or something like that. Like so it's I, all of a sudden it's I think I mean Gurley's washed up. He was washed up in LA. He's mm. washed up now. Uh, they can't move the football and they can't defend anybody. And the Panthers just keep winning. Teddy is doing what he he did other than the Bucks game, which I think was a little bit of an anomaly and they played much better in the second half. They almost covered that game. Mm-hmm. I know cuz I had the Panthers. Um <laughs> Teddy has been playing good ball and even, I mean, hey, well, ask the question. Are they better without Christian McCaffrey? Ooh. I mean, maybe so. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's a little early on. Okay. Moment. We'll wait. We'll Have wait another drink. Have people, another drink. People forget that they're 2-0 and without Christian McCaffrey, and they are 1-1 one one with him. Okay. People let's forget. M- let's move on to your dog of the week. Dog of the week. You got Boston College We're flying plus high again. six and a half. The ghost of college, Matty Love Ryan. some Boston College <laughs> dog Love action. Them dogs, uh, Chestnut Hill, <laughs> you know, just it's a wonderful Nobody place just go, just walks into Chestnut Hill. Nobody and gets out. just walks in. I don't even know if this game is in Chestnut Hill, <laughs> but they're playing Pitt. And yeah. uh, this is just a, this is a ACC juggernaut who knows what's going to happen game this is one of those 11 a it's got to be an 11 a.m right uh i think it's 11 or maybe it's like a like a 145 this is always one of those like 11 a.m sleepy time right um and you're giving me just under a touchdown with bc who's coming off a a good game against north carolina bc's not bad man i had i mean i had the other side against duke and they shocked the heck out of me um i love them i'm gonna bet that dog of the week for sure all right, so that's that's a good dog of the week, man. I, dog of the week. Now, Boston College, I, I can't bet against uh, – I, I can't bet for or against Pitt for the rest of the year. I convinced you on all my picks. I got I got you buying in on everybody but Arkansas. Man, if that if that uh, BC was seven, I might go. Yeah, so. All right, let's move on to B-Stew. B-Stew was 2-1 last week, so he's riding high. He's, he's all cocky and confident. Um, all right, so his first pick is North Carolina minus three and a half. He is riding this whole like North Carolina train, this hype like train it. going I don't on like it. against VT. All right, so I'm looking at a site that shows three points, so minus three, three points. <coughs> but, is, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I know way too much about VT football, thanks to the Detroit Lions fan, but yeah, um, the Virginia Tech offense is actually pretty good. Yeah, and I I think uh, by no means is Fuente a genius, but uh, they're playing a North Carolina team that, to be honest, the past couple games that we've played, they haven't looked that clean and crisp. They've won games against inferior opponents, 
And uh, I think VT is going to give them a game. Now, I mean, I will say last week VT did not look great against Duke, but they did have a bunch of players out uh, with COVID. Right. Those players are back. And um, I, I think Beast is going Tar Heels. That's fine. These are Beast Deuce picks. Not these are Beast ta- Deuce, not, not ours. Me we don't have to jump on these. I mean, he had the Giants and Jets for Every, the last everybody couple Everybody so. jump on him because he's been winning, yeah, not f- me. Uh, fade Beast Stew. Um, all right, so Browns, Colts, under 47.5. Beast Stew loves these NFL unders, and this is the all-time record of, like, overs hitting. <coughs> um, but he loves them. He loves them. He loves them. His life, <coughs> the saying is, life's too short to bet the under. Yeah. Maybe you know something we don't know. I don't know. Browns, Colts, under 47 and a half. The only way I see this happening is that the Browns beat the Colts down, right? And, like, it's like a 24 to 7 <laughs> kind of game. Well, I mean, I think he's probably thinking here that the Colts, uh, the Colts defense is pretty good. The offense isn't that dynamic. Yeah. And so, yeah, Colts slugfest, Frank Wright kind of. No turnovers yeah. in this game? Because I always gotta think of be. that. Yeah. Got to be no turnovers. It's got to be, man. Like, that, I, I just, Phillip Rivers. And chances are Odell had a great game last week. He'll he'll have be, a he'll have subpar a one, game. one catch for 10 yards. <laughs> it's typical. And a minus five on a reverse. Yeah. That's probably going to be his week. He'll be um, 0 for 1 uh, Jarvis Landry trying to throw another pass. That's right. Pick yeah. six. <laughs> oh, pick six. That's dangerous. <laughs> All right, so next pick, you have 49ers minus nine, and I believe they're playing – who was it that they were playing? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Shoot. I had it on the tip of my tongue earlier. Let's see. 49ers, Dolphins. So I see eight and a half. He's got it at nine. Uh, 49ers minus nine. Do they have Jimmy G back this week? Um, I don't know, but they're playing the Dolphins. Yeah, so – I. I like the 49ers to bounce back. I actually had them last week against um, the Eagles, but the Eagles all of a sudden showed a little life. Um, I, I was really riding on Carson Witts not doing very well. So, Well, um, and that division is just interesting because we thought after weeks one and two that the Cardinals were the real deal, mm-hmm. and they've kind of cooled a little bit. Seattle's obviously the the division winner there, mm-hmm. but even with all the injuries, the 49ers can I mean they can get in the playoffs. I mean you have their defense is good. Their man. defense is good, even with I mean and man they have had some bad injuries. Yeah, they have. But Sherman's it, still out. I know he was out last uh, week. Sherman I think is still out, and and Bosa and Thomas are out for the entire year. Sheesh. So, um, but the rest of the NFC is a dumpster fire mm-hmm. uh that you've got the bears and the packers who are playoff teams from the north you got the saints and the bucks the east may have a six and ten playoff team that it is a terrible division well and and i mean you, you gotta think the niners are probably the the favorite to get a wild card spot there and, and get in uh i do know he's probably also looking at the dolphins going across country going to the 49ers usually usually i'm sure it's a west going to the east coast but he's East going to West Coast here, but still, I'm, I'm sure that has something to do with it a little bit here with the right. line. Right, right. Um, all right, so off to his dog of the week. Dog of the week. We have Bengals plus 13. Riding that Joey Beach. You like this. I like it. I mean, I, I think that um, the public's going to be heavy Ravens. Mm-hmm. 
and really this line may even go up. up a little more. You think it goes up to fourteen? Holy cow! 14. That's um, a lot of points. Now the ra- the thing with the Ravens are it depends on what Ravens you get. Yeah. A couple weeks ago they didn't look good against the Chiefs, and so um, you know I think maybe they're kind of on a hey we're actually good tour. Um, they can run the ball well, which is the only thing that concerns me about this pick because the Bengals' rush defense is, is near the bottom of the league. They got to score points. That'd be the only way that they, they score some they, points. Yeah, but I think, I mean, he's he's over three hundred yards in every game. Yeah, he's just killing it. So we're gonna be riding the Joey train. We might. We might okay, ride that. We I might, think y'all talked me into this that. one. We might sprinkle that. I thought you talked. I think you talked me into this one now. Um, all right, so let's. Switch. Joe, Joe Mixon looking good. <clears throat> he does, and I have him on a fantasy team. It's fantastic. Um, all right, so we're going to switch gears and talk a little bit about some other college lines that we probably didn't get to uh, this week. We actually have uh, – I know uh, B. Stu's playing. What Did he fade himself? He sent a text earlier. He was asking who we like tonight with Louisville, uh, Georgia Tech, and I said Louisville, and he said, okay, good, I'm going to bet on Georgia Tech. Um, and I think he said, I like Louisville, too, and I'm just going to fade myself. That's my new strategy. Nice. I said, okay, good. Um, Rambling Rick. So you like Georgia Tech? I mean, you like we like the quarterback and the uh, running I back. I do. I mean, to be honest, I don't I don't have a great feel for that game. I don't either. I'm I don't have a great feel for Louisville. I don't know if they are. Yeah. I just I, I'm I with can't, you. I, I can't you, put a pin on that. I am with you. I know what Georgia Tech is, and I, I think they can they can hang with some lower teams in the league yeah. this year for sure. And a team that doesn't have people. a great defense right. like Louisville. And, you know, Central what, Florida. What is, it, what is it, five? Five points, yeah. Mm. Now, I'm, am I talking mm. to you into this? Maybe so. Oh, my maybe goodness. It's at Georgia Tech. Maybe it's at Georgia Tech. Jepson's bet, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. That makes a huge difference with the line. That's, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so big game. Uh, I know you have thoughts on this. Is Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma's minus three is what I see. Big game, Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, That's th- gone up, right? It was like one or two, two yeah, and a half. It's, uh, you can get it at plus three some. I, uh, Ann has it at plus two and a half. I have a, a book we've seen at three. Um, Tom Herman is an underdog. The record speaks for itself. And and uh, Texas has covered uh, seven of the last eight against Oklahoma. Um, and realistically, if you watch the two teams, I just think t- Texas is a better football team. Um, mm-hmm. Now, they played sluggish against uh, kind of similar talent to who Oklahoma played as well. Um, but Oklahoma is making a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes, a lot of penalties. Um, Rattler's kind of gunslinging it a little bit, and I think you've got a more steady offense uh, with Ellinger. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, though, it's it's those two numbers, the fact that Texas is a covering machine against Oklahoma and Tom Herman as an underdog is is pretty much a guaranteed win the past couple of years, uh, except when they play the Tigers. What do you think about over under seventy two and a half here? Uh, I mean, it's a Big Twelve game, and neither one of these teams play great defense. Um, it's it, even though that loss last week, I think that number that I told you last week of seventy point games uh, at seventy two and above, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it actually. Um, I I could see a, a thirty five. 40 game um, just because these two teams um, they're just going to go back and they're forth. They're just going to go back and forth and and run the ball up and down the field um, and then you're going to be looking at something like crazy what happened 
last week with that Texas TCU game. I mean, that that game, that's why I didn't feel bad about it. Should have covered easily. Mm-hmm. The guy gets – he's out in the open field, uh, the running back on a swing route. He gets tackled at the 20 by a DB that just caught him. Mm-hmm. He runs the ball in the next play, 15 yards down on the one, and on the very next play he fumbles on the one-yard line trying to reach the ball over. So – you know, I mean, that's an easy cover in a game that was high 60s. Yeah. And I think these two teams, uh, the Grinch defense, uh, it's still terrible. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Texas doesn't look that improved on defense either. Um, and I, I think these two teams just score a lot of points. Now, you'll know, per usual, you'll know this by the first quarter, second quarter. You'll kind of know what's uh, like – it was a slugfest, but I, I think you're looking at probably a halftime over of uh, maybe over uh, 50. Close to uh, it. Close yeah. to 50. And so maybe 49, maybe a 28-21 game at yeah. halftime. And so then that second half looks pretty good. All right. So game. I'm scrolling through games, and I'm just going to pass this one up. Duke-Syracuse. I'm just going to keep scrolling. Um, <laughs> all right. Next game I see is Tennessee-Georgia. Yeah, Georgia minus 12 right now. I think that's gone down a little bit too, Minus right? 12, that's gone down. You've seen a little bit of action on Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody's just not really sold on Georgia yet. Um, and realistically, Tennessee, they Did, can run yeah. the ball well. Their, their lines stack up well against Georgia's lines. Mm-hmm. The key will be, can they stop this kid? Uh, I didn't believe in him. I didn't think he was going to play that well. He played phenomenal against Auburn. The uh, the transfer quarter, the Georgia quarterback that transferred to JUCO, that transferred back to Georgia. Yeah. Um. And I, I mean, I don't think that Daniel Stetson Fields, uh, Stetson, uh, Stetson Bennett the Bennett third, the third, the most Georgia name yeah. of all time. Chatter Brad. Chatter Brad. Um. So I mean, that's the key there. I think I would take. Tennessee in the points um, just because I think they can hang with them in the trenches and they're going to yeah. it's going to try to control the ball and control the clock but I, I could see so it's either going to be a close game there or it's going to be a big Georgia win I don't see Tennessee I mean I know this sounds like it's obvious because it's a 12 point game but um, it all comes down to that Georgia offense and are they clicking on all cylinders it could get away fast if they're not, and we see a first half like we saw against Arkansas, and I know they were having quarterback changes and different things, but you know the receivers didn't look that great, the offense as sure. a whole didn't look great. Um, then this is a this is a Tennessee take for me. If you're gonna bet a side, I think you bet Tennessee. Yeah, my only worry is that Georgia completely shuts Tennessee down, and their defense just takes control. I mean, Auburn couldn't do anything against Georgia last week. Georgia's defense looked legit. And I know that's a little bit to do with Auburn. Do you um, think? This is going to sound crazy. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's you, offense is better. Do you think Garantano's better than Bo Nix? <laughs> Man, that does sound crazy coming out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, kn- I can tell you Tennessee's run game is better than Auburn's run game. Sure, sure. But I – Yeah, but does that match up better against Georgia? I think Georgia is is probably better matching up to a team that's not so spread. Um, I think if you try to run the ball up the middle in Georgia, man, you're screwed. I, I just don't see how that's going to work. Like, I could, but I could still see like a twenty to seven game, and you're sweating this one out. Yeah. Um, it, I, I could see a really tight, tight game like that, to where a twelve point spread is a lot of points. Um, 
All right, so let's let's move on a little bit. And I actually I was scrolling down and I see um my my dog of the week, the Kansas State pick was plus eight. It's plus ten now. Mm. Wow. What plus happened? 10? Something happened? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard. I think just some TCU money. All right, so um here's another game that I was looking at earlier, which was Kentucky Mississippi State. Kentucky minus three. Uh I've heard some people say the wrong team is favored here. Um, uh, I disagree. I'm actually, if I was going to bet this game, I would bet Kentucky. Well, I think Kentucky uh, defensively is going to do the same thing that Arkansas did last week. Mm-hmm. So, and that is they rushed three every play. They played back. Uh, you know, they added an extra man in the secondary and they played back. They played early up front on the linebacker court and they said, okay, if you're going to beat us, you're going to throw the ball five yards every play. Mm-hmm. And and you're gonna have to move down the field that way. Costello showed last week he was impatient at doing that. I think he was pressing a little bit because they were playing an inferior team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's gonna depend on is he gonna do it. Do I think Costello is good enough to carve up the Kentucky defense if he takes what they give him? Right. Absolutely. The question will be: Does he do that? Does he try to go for the home run play? If he doesn't go for the home run play, I mean, if he does go for the home run play and throw some picks, they're going to lose this game in a landslide because Terry Wilson, he's a good quarterback, and the offense can move the ball. They can run the ball well with Rose. Um, they've got three backs that actually run the, the ball really well with, mm-hmm. with Rose heading that up, and the defense has got a lot of returning starters. I am with you. I love Kentucky in this game because I don't think um, – I know we're kind of harping on LSU a little bit, but I don't think he has, he's got the patience to move the ball down the field. Um, and they don't, um, they don't really have a phenomenal defense. I mean, LSU looked really abysmal in the first half, but still moved the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas did some things. I mean, they didn't score a ton of points, but they did some things. So I, I don't think Kentucky's going to have problems scoring. And like I said, they're going to follow the blueprint, and we'll see how uh, Costello responds. To yeah, that. I think Mississippi State's going to get is exposed. Um, I think this all just shows it's going to highlight how bad of a loss that LSU game was. Um, all right, we'll move on. This well, is probably we'll go ahead. We got one game that I love. We have not well two games actually that we didn't talk about. What's that? This is going to be a fun game at six thirty. This Miami Clemson. Yeah, I was game. about to get on that one. Um, I thought you were moving on to NFL. No, we're moving on to the game of the uh, week, basically. Uh, gotcha. Um, Clemson's first Don't test. ever cut me off again Cle- my show in my house. We ap- This is a PSA <laughs> announcement. We apologize to all <laughs> listeners who are uncomfortable right now. Um, I, I think this is where, I mean, I'm going to put some money on the Canes, but not a ton because I just want to sit down and watch this game and watch these two quarterbacks. I think it's going to be a, a friggin' blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be interesting. Clemson, most years, their first tough opponent, they're sleep, you know, they're sleepwalking and winning by 30 in these games. And then they play a good opponent, and most of the time they're focused and they come out on top, but how impressive are they going to look? Yeah. Uh, Miami's schedule has not been phenomenal. I mean, they played a, a decent Louisville team. Um, but when you have a playmaker Florida State, I like mean, King, so bad. Yeah, I think Florida State was just name only at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I'm excited. I'm excited for that game, to be honest. Uh, well, then there's uh, – we talked a little bit about this Ole Miss and Alabama. Um, uh, we talked about the over 69, but the minus 23 and a half, uh, a lot of points. Um, I, I'm with you. If you were going to bet that one, I would probably bet Ole Miss too. Right. Um, Notre Dame minus 21 over Florida State. I um, – I, I, hate, pro- I, I, I probably would go Notre Dame there. I probably would, Florida too. State I just is, don't know if I'm going to uh, do it. Florida State's just – they are a mess. Yeah, they're um, bad. And I don't know if Norvell's the answer. Maybe so. He hadn't even coached in two of the games uh, yeah. that they've lost. Um, but, you know, that's going to be a big rebuild. I had a friend say the other day he thinks it's done. Florida mm. State's done. It's never coming back um, based on the – geography of where they are who they have to recruit against um they're not getting the top players in florida now when when florida's good Mm -hmm. uh just just let miami have a good season uh ucf's already pulling basically if you've got a middle tier star well he didn't go to ucf and put up 70 points yes it's no doubt and you've got georgia's recruiting well alabama's doing well lsu's pulling kids from florida it could be a big issue for the program. I agree. Um, I agree. I, um, just, I think that's a that's potentially a, a pretty ugly game. So that's a – I bet it, and I don't watch I, it. Actually, I think I may take Notre Dame on that one. You I just, could see you a, just jump on it right now. Yeah, I, I could see a 49-10 to kind of game here. Yeah. Um, all right, so lastly in the college ranks um, – a little minor nation update. Minor nation I need a sounder for this, update. don't I? Something yeah. like a like a pick, like a pickaxe yeah. swinging yeah. minor nation. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, on the road against Louisiana Tech minus fourteen Louisiana Tech, so plus fourteen for UTEP. Plus fourteen for the the boys of UTEP minor nation. I I mean they're three and one. They've been playing good. I mean I, I mean they lost to Texas, but come on, it's Texas, you know. Yeah. Thirty one to six victory against the OLM. They, yeah. may, they may own the state before it's over. 14 points. Is 14 points. It feels like that's all off your reputation alone. You in, know? <laughs> in all honesty, uh, I mean, Louisiana I, Tech can put up some points, yeah. but they have – they've not played that great this season. They beat, they beat Houston Baptist pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, they've looked kind of sluggish. And, I mean, I'm not by any means saying that – the great UTEP miners of El Paso are <laughs> are the same as the BYU Cougars. But um, speaking did, of BYU, what BYU is going to be playing? Uh, take take the miners plus the points. Let's do miners it. Miners t- plus let's the points. Let's do okay. it. Plus let's 14. Take the miners plus We're taking 14. the miners. BYU minus thirty five. They've looked fantastic, but thirty five points against who they play? UTSA. Oh no chance! Take the Roadrunners. Yeah, I don't like are that. Are you are you kidding me? Man. Has anybody what? Oh, you want to right, round up those picks back up? That's a lock of the week. You want to do that? The Roadrunners. All right, Roadrunners. All right, so we'll, we'll post 30, that as a little bonus. 30, How about that? Four and a 35 half? is 35? what I see. 35? No. No chance. I think that people are just going crazy They're on just BYU. They're going nutso, and, and nobody in their right mind has been watching UTSA football. That's why we're crazy. <laughs> um, I mean – I mean, Utah, UTSA last week uh, really played a great game against UAB. Mm-hmm. Um, now I get it. BYU's a better team, but 35? No. 
Yeah. No all chance. Right, I'm with you. Um, all right, so let's switch gears to the NFL a little bit. We'll go over a couple of games. Um, what What's striking your attention a little bit for this week? I think it's a it's a short week on the decision for Houston. And everybody is just wanting to think that Houston they're is just going to do it. Yeah. I don't see it. They shouldn't be giving more than three and a half points to anyone. I don't care if it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. I they're would, giving. Yeah. So I got it at six and a half. It's I have at five and five, a half. It's at five and a half right now. Yeah. If it's above three and a half, it's three and a half and above, take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't understand. I know Bill O'Brien's gone, and maybe some people are thinking, oh, well, now they're going to move yeah, all back. Right. You think Romeo Cornell, his <laughs> his line has showed you he's a winning coach? Right. And this team is just not very good. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But other than that, they are abysmal. Mm-hmm. In the next couple of weeks, if Atlanta or Houston are giving points, you bet the house the other way. Yeah. There's no reason they should be giving points. And it's it, it I know exactly what it is. It's it's this mindset that Houston these past couple years has been eight and eight football team. They're mm-hmm. gonna sneak up and, and hang with some people. This isn't the same Houston football team. DeAndre Hopkins has made a huge difference. Yep. You're guarding Will Fuller with your number one cornerback. He's getting shut down. The rest of the offense is getting shut down. Brandon Cooks hadn't been good in ten years. Mm-hmm. And the defense, J.J. Watt's looking old. They have nobody in the secondary. I know you can break out all kind of numbers for this game that would be in favor of Jacksonville also. But it's just your eyeballs are telling you what you need to see. Now, I will say that Jacksonville's not as good as what they played in week one and beat the Colts. But they haven't been playing bad. They haven't been laying down. Yeah. Um, they haven't been the New York Giants. Thanks, Beast Stu. Um well, so speaking of, that would be my next one is uh, the Cowboys minus the Cowboys? eight against the, the Giants. See, this is the only thing I think about the Cowboys. And I know uh, they lost to Cleveland, and we were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys can put up some points. Yeah. So their defense. I have Dak on fantasy, uh, and he's just fantastic. I mean, their defense is bad. I get it. But I just don't. This is more of about the Giants. Yeah. I don't, I don't see the Giants. I think you could have a bad defense and still shut the Giants down. Yeah, I don't think the Giants, without Saquon, they, they haven't really proven that they can move the ball that well. Right. And, I mean, it isn't really Daniel Jones' fault. He's he's looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't have any weapons. I mean, Sterling Shepard's on IR. Mm-hmm. That's their leading receiver. Um, and he's out there throwing to Slayton and – bunch of no-name guys. Uh, I mean, Evan Ingram is kind of a disappointment. I mean, he's one of the best tight ends in the league, supposedly. Yep, right. Um, so I, to be honest, I think more people, because that line's dropping. If you can get the Cowboys at seven oh, or yeah. under. It's fantastic. Just take them. I know they lost me money last week, so I'm going to, but I'm going to. Here's, here's another one I like, and uh, we talked about this one earlier, but I actually like the Browns as a pick them over the Colts. I think the Browns are probably pretty hot, and they got some confidence yeah, right now. Yeah, they do. I can see that. They sp- had weapons. They've always had right? weapons. Stefanski is uh, using his playmakers off of the run. Uh, Hunt's running the ball well. Mm-hmm. I, I think, too, too, I'm not big on the Colts. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm just not. I think Phillip Rivers is just adequate. He's not going to get them over the top. I love their lines, um, the offensive and defensive line, but I think the Browns can score points here, and I don't think the Colts can keep up. Um, I also like the Seattle game 
against Minnesota. Okay. Um, and that's a that's just a I mean Sunday night seven Seattle. Prime, I mean you're right. you're Kirk Cousins. You're going against Kirk Cousins in big games. He's, Man, he the just Vikings need this one, don't they? They do. That's and they beat. I mean, they beat Houston last week, but we just got them talking about Houston. Right. I mean. Right. That's nothing to really hang your hat on. So to me, the fact that they're getting love against the best team in the NFC, mm-hmm. um, and I get that Seattle's had some issues with their cornerback uh, play. Justin Jefferson's looked a little better. It's kind of sparking the offense a little bit. Dalvin Cook ran well last week, but it's against an abysmal front seven. Yeah. Um, I I think I would take Seattle at seven here. I think that's a that's a slam dunk. Yeah, um, uh, any thoughts on the Saints here? Saints uh, minus eight is what I see. So Chargers, Monday night football. I mean, it's Monday night football. Toya the Destroyer not letting anybody in Not still. letting anybody in. She's uh, she's on her her goal to destroy the city of New Orleans. Yep. Um, and look, I'm not a I'm not an anti-masker. I'm a I'm a supporter of some people that other people maybe don't support. But <laughs> what is happening <laughs> – to this city and oh, the idea so of the fact that the New Orleans right eh, that's a whole that's a whole no, that's a no, different podcast. We need to, yeah, different we've got podcast. to start another podcast. Different podcast. That's a that's a topic for another day. Um, saying all that to say, I don't think there's going to be a home field advantage. But I would say, I mean, if the Saints had fans, this is a ten and a half point line. This is a, a fourteen point line. That's crazy though. It's a um, lot of points. I I've seen the Chargers play a few times this year. They're not them, terrible. Them, they're not terrible in their defense. Justin Herbert doesn't if, look bad. If their defense is, has a hot day, I could see the Saints offense having trouble moving the football. Um because you're still probably not gonna have any Michael Thomas. They had a get right, right game with the, the the Lions last week yeah. and the Lions I, came out early though. I would stay away from this game. Yeah, if you're gonna I, I bet a, if a you're gonna bet a side, bet the Chargers. You know, B Stu is my um he's he's my guy that talks me away from like betting on my teams and he would I could hear his voice in my head right now saying, Do not bet this game. <laughs> Do not bet on the Saints. <laughs> and if anything, he'd probably be like, Let's bet the Chargers. Um so Another game that I see, um, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Okay, um, we've all. We, what's our number one rule with NFL? We don't bet the Jets. No, no. Second rule. That's the first rule. <laughs> Second rule is we don't bet against. We don't bet against Patrick Patty, Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. So Chiefs are minus eleven against the Raiders. A lot of points. Um, every time I say that, the Chiefs come out and just completely smoke the other team. <laughs> Um, if this was at 10, I would probably love it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I see their offense and I'm like, I don't know how anybody can stop them. And then I see the Raiders, like I could see them scoring 35 points against the Raiders. Can the Raiders score 25? I don't know. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. What I do sort of agree with you that I like about this game is I like the over. Oh, okay, 56. 56. That's not bad. I didn't even think about that. Raiders are um, are putting up. Let's see. I'm looking at the schedule right now. They put up 20 points in every game this year. Mm-hmm. So do you think the – do you think that – Like they, they can like 21. 21-35? I could see that. Yeah, right. That's a little That's a little half-point winner for you there. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so I feel like I'd be sweating that one still. Oh, you'll but be it, sweating it. But, but then it could be like the Chiefs, you know, 30-13, to 13, you know, kind of game. I could see that kind of yeah. stuff too. 
Um, I, I think it's uh, it's a high over for NFL, but I kind of like it. Um, so, well, then that 30 to 13, and then there's a backdoor touchdown. That's 10 points. There you go. Uh, there I think you I go. just talked myself Convincing out of yourself. it. Talk myself out of it. All right. This so is what this is what we do at Fair <sighs> Process Safety. We just make deals all day. <laughs> we make deals. We convince people um, how awesome we are and how safe we are, and that's what we do. Yep. So, Bear Process Safety guys, that's our sponsor for here, and the bear is here with us. The big orange bear. Um, that wraps up this episode, guys. Uh, we're gonna post all these picks on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Um, but check us out. Go to One Team, One Podcast on Spotify and Apple. Um, go ahead and subscribe. You're going to be able to get all those, uh, all these podcasts there weekly. Um, so and check us out. Ask us any questions you want on Twitter also. Uh, the Bear is on there as well. Um, anything else, Bear? Anything else you got? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. And uh, one more thing. What's there? What's there? Nothing better than. There's nothing better than betting on a home Home dog. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man Always gets his way. <laughs>